Yes. Things just never seem to change. Welcome, 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 everybody. This is a new episode of No Words Barred Podcast. I'm your host, Mo, joined by my man Chris Mack and ATL. Yeah, um, what's going on, y'all? Yeah, yeah, things never change. Things just never change in the NFL, man. Um, Congrats. <laughs> congrats to being <laughs> undefeated so far. And congrats to your um, the inevitable win against the Jets next uh, next weekend. Oh uh, man, man, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah you're, too. Yeah, yep. You're about to, y'all about to sweep New York, man. <laughs> I'm. Ooh, this hurts. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, this is this is this is it's really been a bitter sweet twenty four hours, uh, or I should say, going on forty eight now. Yeah, uh, for for uh, Giants and Jets fans, uh, <laughs> like Saturday, Sunday night. I mean, man. listen, man, that yeah, that that team that rolled out there against Dallas uh, was some ass, straight up mud. Uh, but it, it it was just so helpless. And you know, when the points kept piling up, I was like, no, we we have to have a thirty point lead in order for me to feel comfortable. And <laughs> when it went to 33-0, midway uh, through the third quarter. And yeah, I think he felt safe. I was like, oh, it's more than safe. I turned the game off, and I went on about my night. <laughs> and then wake up, see it was a 40 nothing shutout, and uh, the Giants couldn't get anything done. I, I've seen they couldn't I, get a touchdown. They, they had blown man. field goals <laughs> attempts. I, it was – it was all in the blistering rain. It was just so brutal. And I was like, man, well, it did the whole time. I'm seeing Jets fans either on the timeline or chat. Like, well, there'll be some real football happening in that stadium tomorrow night. You know, when, <laughs> when the man Aaron Rodgers come through, I'm like, all right. Yeah, I, I hope so. I hope so, guys. <laughs> you know, you right. got to watch the phone call from this. <laughs> no short than 24 hours later. Everybody, I'm pretty myself included, watching the game, getting ready to see Aaron Rodgers make his long-awaited debut as the New York Jet on that same slick turf that was probably hasn't just changed much <laughs> over the, um, the last day or so, aside no. from just changing the paint of the name. Goes out there for four plays, he gets hit. And he gets hit. I'm like, oh damn, you know, well, that's gonna happen. It's Jets, man. Welcome to New York. And then I see him get up and he goes down. I'm like, huh? Man. And I'm like, uh oh. I was like, oh, uh, well, everybody, myself, you know, everybody, we thought it was probably just rolled up his ankle. You know, mm-hmm. he probably gonna be out for a couple of snaps, but he will be right back in, ready to go. It's a lot of guide them finally to a win, but he probably will be missing a week or two because, you know. Because he's a psycho. And then we see him go to the back, but he's getting carried. I'm like, oh, this yeah. dude's getting carried off the um off the field uh for a little bit. I don't know if he's gonna be able to come back. Goes in there, gets a boot on his foot. As soon as that boot was there, I was like, Oh, well, that's it. But at the same time, I so I'm like, hopefully it's just a bad ankle sprain. You know, it's a horrible way for him to start out the season, but it was also inevitable anyway, because mm-hmm. Again, he's an older quarterback now. You know, it's the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, yeah. bad luck follows them no matter what, especially when it comes to quarterback woes. But at least this season, 
you know, they're, they'll, they'll be all right. You know, we bounce back, and, you know, they try to get some going. But news just kept rolling out throughout the game. And Zach Wilson and the Jets were just hapless for three and a half quarters. You know, and nothing was going their way. And I'm yeah. like, well, I'm watching this game, and I'm seeing the bad news that Rodgers is probably going to be out for the season. Which he is now, unfortunately. He ruptures his Achilles. Um which that was announced um, earlier this afternoon. But I'm watching, I'm like, Yo, why is this game still close? You know what I mean? And I'm yeah. like, the, the Bills should be up 34 to 6 right now. This is, should be long out the realm. I come to find out, you know, <laughs> this dude, uh, Jared Allen, he, he passed two interceptions already. I was like, oh, okay. And apparently he fumbled the ball along the way too. I was like, oh, um, that's strange. And I'm like, oh, man, the Bills did it again, huh? <laughs> the Bills, are, that Buffalo curse is just stronger. It is so much stronger than the depressing, the, the depressive, depress, depressing curse of the Jets quarterback woes. Because that boy, Allen, he just kept throwing the ball to them. <laughs> he, he didn't know what to do. And overtime was just... Overtime should have been wrapped up for for the Bills to at least get this win, right? You know, drive the ball up the field, score mm-hmm. a touchdown, call it a night. They couldn't get that done. I'm like, all right, well, they could punt it away, and they could hold off the Jets, and then they could just try to squeeze the field goal going in. The moment homeboy broke that tackle, <laughs> going into that punt return, I was like, oh, it's over. <laughs> he's, not go- he's going back. And I'm like... This is this is just a storybook ending <laughs> to a, to a football game to start off the week to start off the season for the NFL season to September 11 in New York well New York metropolitan area I mean yeah. it's Rutherford New Jersey it's not necessarily New York City but it's still in that area and the fact that the Jets seeing tragedy in the beginning of the game and overcoming that to face triumph. I mean that was I mean that was a, a, an amazing way to start the season, but again, you know, with that incredible high that they had tonight, it, it's just going to be nothing but lows the rest of the way. Uh, because I mean, even the, though they have a really strong defense, in which I saw watching in that Buffalo game, and they they improved everywhere offensively. Sack um, Wilson, dude. I mean. It's yeah. just a lesser version of Cooper Rush. Like you're going to, you're, you're going, it's only so much you can do. He's just going to have the game managed the entire way through. I mean, unless you know Aaron Rodgers give him his patented quarterback black book, it teaches him all the dark arts and magic that he knows. It's only so much that this guy is going to do for the Jets. You know, their Super Bowl hopes are done. They're cooked. But you know, it's likely that they can make the playoffs. But it's. It's unsure how how likely that they're going to be a wild card team. Um, but yeah, for Jets fans, man, it's brutal, man. Like I feel for them, I really do, uh, because you know they've been they've been the butt of the a- AFC West. Um, the, excuse me, the AFC East for a very long time. Uh, and oh yeah, definitely. You know it, it like a, like a bona fide joke. You know, and every time when it looks like things were looking up for them, it, it just went to shit immediately after. And this is the one time where it felt like 
this was going to go good. Like, this was going to go at least good for them. Even if they didn't make the Super Bowl, some thought that they probably weren't going to make the Super Bowl, but they're at least going to be a good team. And now, you know, Rodgers is going to be out for the rest of the season. They do get their first-round pick back, which is a result of this injury. But, you know, this team's just, like, it's not going to be – it's not going to be good. And it's very unlikely that Rodgers even start next season. You know, because rehabilitation yeah. for a torn Achilles, it's much longer than it is for a torn ACL. Like, he's probably going to be out much longer than 12 months. Easily. Yeah. Especially, and, at, um, especially at, at his age. age, too. Yeah, especially at his age. So I'm like, oh, uh, you know, I, I, I hope he does come back from this and he um be able to perform at a high level again. But now, you know, the potential of like what having what three years left in him is now just a year and a half, maybe, because of this injury. You know, and it's it's just you know, it's just rough, man. And you know, now now they got the not got the team scrambling to look for a veteran quarterback to at least uh at least get them to the playoffs and probably have a strong run, but none of these guys are as good as Rogers. They weren't good as some did when they're prime. You know, no, no, no I mean, not at all. Like, not like at all. Matt Matt Ryan's done. He 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 retired, didn't he? He's finished. You know, Drew Brees and Philip Rivers called it quits a long time ago. Uh, you know, what, Ryan Fitzpatrick. What, you want to bring him back? <laughs> I, I love Ryan Fitzpatrick too, but I think he's done. I think he's enjoying himself being a beard bottle now. So, you know, I mean, Cam. <laughs> like there's you gotta look at all these list the list of players and you're like Carson Wentz might be their best choice. Yeah. But I'm like it's it's not it's not really an improvement. Like none of these names are going to be an improvement. That's just keeping no, it real. No, I was about to say, like, there is no none way that you're gonna no. Mm-mm. I mean these listen, people. Uh, hey, all I can say is, man, hey, if it really gets bad and you know it, my boys, you know, I mean, everyone's pegging my Dallas Cowboys to go and win the Super Bowl this year. I, I like what you say. I have to see it to believe it. Who's everybody? I'm sure. Well, you know, Cowboys fans and uh, oh, and Ryan Clark. <laughs> you know, folks. You know, they're pegging them to be favorites for Super Bowl again. I'm like, no, I, I don't see it. I don't see it. But if we fail miserably once more, and my man Dak's clock is ticking, listen. Jets fans, we can help you out. <laughs> we got you next season, just in case if all things go bad. At least we can give you someone that can at least help you guys out and make your team at least good and comparable, um, competent. But right now, man, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. I, I, I would say take for Shadur. Uh I don't, hey, know. Man, like, I don't know about the tank. Who will be the team man. that would do it, though? I don't know. I don't know what team would do it. But um, to put <laughs> put just final remarks on on the catastrophic forty eight hours in New York City, yeah, uh, metropolitan area. Um, metropolitan area. Let, let me let me. I want to give this crazy, ridiculous stat of how terrible and astastic. My Giants were on Sunday night. No team <laughs> has ever lost 40 
to nothing or worse. Lost the sack battle, seven to nothing or worse. Lost the turnover battle, three to nothing or worse. Damn, had man, a blo- this is history making. Had a blocked field goal return for a touchdown and threw a pick six in the same season. No team has ever done that in the same season. And the, Giants the accomplished that, and the Giants accomplished that in one fucking game. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> That's pretty epic, man. <laughs> man, like, you know, you know when they say you hit rock bottoms, you really can't go anymore down. Like the only direction that you go is up. I mean, you can't there's no be- there's no worse of a rock bottom you could start off at than than that. Like that is quintessential rock bottom of the surface of of the earth um just terrible um the 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 jets thing man listen um i i feel very i feel i feel for the jets fans um i've mentioned this and alluded to this many times how there's just because of the fact that new york got so many teams there are just certain groups of fans that that exist and Typically, their team, their favorite team, their you know allegiance is just it's it's tied to however the city depicts these teams, these groups of teams. And I said it before, like the top tier is being the Yankees, Rangers, and Giants fan, and a Knicks fan. Knicks too, and a Knicks, yeah. Rangers, Knicks, Giants, Yankees. You know, typically you get four out of four, three out of four in that group, you know, um, that all have in common. Then yeah, the we, tier we, below we that. We haven't reached this level yet. Uh, I'll continue on with the tier below because I wanted to add one. Yeah, the, the, then the tier below that is you have the Jets, you have the Mets, mm-hmm. you have the Nets, and then you have the Islanders. Yeah. They're like the we're, – we're, we're, we're in a – typically if you're a Mets fan, so, you're, so, you're so an Islanders fan and the Jets. Yeah. Like we are the step – Redheaded stepchildren. I don't think media. This, this, I don't, as, far, as far as New York teams go, I don't think this is at the level, but take it for the MLS. You know, uh, the city also has the New York Red Bulls and the New York City FC. And I think a lot of fans, or especially like Yankees fans, they will gravitate towards um, New York FC. Agree. Because they play Yankee Stadium, Yankee Stadium and they're right. also owned by the city. Um, the city group, which has Manchester City, so and uh-huh. you already know about the success that club brings. Yeah. Um, and for for New York Red Bull, uh, their their scene is also like a a, a redheaded stepchild, but in some ways they're also seen as equals because they're owned by Red Bull. Yeah. And you know, and Red Bull have their own thing going on in Germany. You know, are well, they have one of their top clubs that they have is RB Leipzig up in um, Germany in the Bundesliga, but they're the scene is secondary because while they're good and their their rise has been pretty astronomical, they're not going to beat a Bayern Munich in Germany. So of course, Red Bull will be more or less in the background compared to City because That's well fair. they have the name and they have the colors and they have the the patristry and you know and they won a title in the last five years. So yeah, <laughs> that true. will also play a factor into it as well. Um, but yeah, it hasn't got to that point yet, but it probably will in the next ten years. Yeah, no, no, no. You're 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 spot on there with where 
those two teams where they 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 lie at on whatever spectrum in in, in New York sports. Um, definitely, definitely, man. So like from so for me, you know, I feel for the Jets because of the fact, and I know I'm a Giants fan through and through, but you know, I I have a soft spot for the Jets because like they they're the type they're kind of like our brethren, um, in, in that group. So, but it is what it is. <laughs> Um, I there is nothing that I can say about the Jets, and um, Jets could say a lot about us because you know the Jets actually won their game. But uh, it's it's just a shame, just a shame to start off like that. But overall, man, like the this week one was pretty decent. You know, um, you had the Cleveland Browns beating <laughs> beating Cincy, <laughs> like that was like a what? Uh, moment. Yeah, 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 man, that was in, in some ways it was kind of a shock, but is it really? I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I, I hear that you know Joe Burrow is still you know kind of banged up, um, going into that game, and you know they're also on the road, if I'm not mistaken. So mm-hmm. yeah, you know, sometimes that that this that, that home game, you know, the home game fives, it doesn't work for all teams, but no. I think in Cleveland, uh, it, it it definitely put it into their favor. Um, but uh, but I the the one real shootout, which I unfortunately didn't get to watch, um, was uh the Chargers Dolphins game. Yes, uh, yes, and they caught the, the numbers end of it. that Tua was putting up. I'm like, what is he put through? Nearly 500 yards, if I'm not mistaken. Something like that. Yeah, <laughs> through nearly five. I'm like that. Hey, if he could stay healthy, man, the Dolphins pretty much. I mean, the the, the lane is wide open for them now to overtake that division. Uh, well, you know, and, that was why there was such a big uproar about the whole concussion thing. You know, like, yeah. no, they should have had him sitting until he was safe to, yeah. to come back even just the first time. And, and when you're rushing that, like, that's why a lot of people were pissed because, like, they were the Dolphins were rolling. They were rolling, man. And that, that the concussion thing with that derailed everything, man. And, um, yeah, no, that's. Dolphins, man, they that that offense, they're not they're not a team to take lightly in the AFC. I mean, shit, Patriots almost came from behind and beat the the, the Eagles, man. You know that was pretty interesting how they was still in the game for so long. But Tom Brady, I mean, and I always said the Patriots were were petty for honoring Tom Brady against while they were playing against the Eagles because we all know what happened the last time they they were in the in the uh playoffs well now i should have said that because the eagles won that was the one that um falls um had caught his yeah. own pass but yeah. i but i remember specifically more so about um the the first time they faced each other and the donovan McNabb was with the eagles and terrell owens on a broken leg um yeah patriots that was that was when the patriots like they were just unstoppable like they were just annoyingly unstoppable like it was just like really it's like really how, like they just always lucked out. But Tom Brady just being there against his little history against the Eagles, like I, I just thought the Patriots were a little bit petty with that. But Tom looked uh, happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was looking good, man. I'm I'm pretty sure at this moment he was just relaxing, having a good time. Yes, uh, getting 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 back into the good graces with his Fox World brothers. Of course, and then, you know that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I, I guess there were also the fact that his presence here probably did uh, motivate the, the this Patriots team to compete yeah. and, and to play at a high standard, and they almost got the job done. 
Uh, I don't know how long that's going to hold up for this season, but it's possible that they're going to um, continue to, uh, you know, be sneaky, you know, spoiler types going right. forward. Uh, but for for Brady, I, I'm pretty sure he has his phone on DND uh, <laughs> these mm-hmm. last couple of hours because, um, yeah, uh, you fool me once, uh, shame on you. Uh, please don't, don't fool us again, and, and I'm retiring because – you might find yourself on the shelf, <laughs> especially if he's in the fact that even people bring it up uh, that Tom Brady should re- retire again to play with the Jets. That's stupid. No, and it's no. bad optics. No, you know, no, from, no. from especially from a division rival standpoint. That's never. No, that's it's not happening. <laughs> no, 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 no. He was, no. was able to do. He was able to do that because the NFC because it was the NFC. It was a different, um, different conference and a different way, a different state. You know, far away, so it wouldn't be a lot of animosity from, no. um, you know, the no. Patriots fan going to the Jets. There's no way in hell. That's not happening. There's no way Especially in hell. Especially if he's building up them good graces again with his uh in New England. I'm just fundamentally, there's just no way in hell. Yeah. There's just uh, the, the Jets, Jets fans, uh, they wouldn't accept it. <laughs> like, I'm dead serious. The Jets fans would have said, no, fuck that. Nope. Hell no. We will not. Like there'll be there will be there'll be some that'll that'll be in on the joke as I as like a kind of like a fuck you to Boston. But Realistically, I'm like, nah, the Jets fan, they, they wouldn't even, that wouldn't even, they know, maybe in another universe. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but regardless, though, um, NFL is off and running, man. Um, there was a lot of the, the beginning of the, a lot of the games I was watching Red Zone, there was a lot of sloppiness, um, in, in the first few minutes of the, the those early games. Um, but I was, I was glad to see Red Zone back, man. I was just very happy to see that back on my TV, but. Um, that wasn't the only eventful football games that happened um, over the weekend. Uh, there was a pretty, pretty good uh, team over in um, what, what state it is? Uh, Colorado. Yeah, <laughs> um, most definitely. Colorado. Hey, prime time, man. Two and oh. Two and oh. Two and oh. And beat TCU in the opening week <sighs> on the road. Lovely. <laughs> so lovely. Beautiful, beautiful like, man. Yeah, yeah there. All, all he needs is four more wins, man. There's just, just four more wins. He's, he's bowl eligible. You know. You know. I was, I was watching when I was watching the game on Saturday. You know, part of me was thinking, I'm like, man, and this is at the point where, I think it was still scoreless or whatever. Um, and I'm thinking to myself, like, man, man, these guys got to win, man. Like Colorado, like they got, they got to win this game. Cause you just know, like these reporters, they already got those articles up. They already got their article pieces up about, like, ha, yeah, you know, it was, it was like a like a fluke. It was a one, oh, he's a one trick pony. Well, it was something like that, you know, one hit wonder. Yeah, okay, they did great in week one, but then they, you know, they, almost like they just asking for them to hum, humble themselves, you know, like bend the knee and shit. And yeah. I'm glad. I'm so glad that they came and won that game, man. And they just ran over Nebraska. They just ran over them, man. And, yeah. Um. Actually, it was yeah, zero they, zero, and I remember I turned it away. Was a, it was a tough it was, game. It was yeah. a tough. Like it was tough getting to that point. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I remember watching the game. Uh, you know, Coach Prime, he would talk about uh, winning the middle eight, 
which would mean it's supposed to be the last four sec, last four minutes of the first half, uh-huh. and the first four minutes of the second half, and that's technically that's what happened. Uh, you know, Colorado start getting momentum. You know, they start scoring late in that first half, and uh, I think they they held Nebraska up to a point. And then, but the second half started, they just start riding their momentum again, and then they were making stops, and he started yeah. scoring some more. And I was like, yeah, it did. At that point, the game was fully in their control, and you know, even though Nebraska got a you know got another got another touchdown in, you know, Colorado was just dominating at that point. And I was like, all right. I see what this is, see where this is going. I see where this is at. Yeah. And yeah, man. Listen, Travis Hunter, Shador mm-hmm. Sanders. Wow. Like, you know, what I mean that that duo, yeah. really, that's enough to really get them anywhere right now. Yeah. Um they are gonna be putting up at, at this rate, they look like they're gonna be putting up high spin numbers. And, you know, they got Colorado State this weekend. Uh it's a late game too. Uh 10 p.m. Uh yeah, that's like will be their first late game, and I'm looking forward to see how they, you know, work through that. And um, I, I, you know, I'm pretty sure they could they could beat Colorado State. Um, the real test, the real the real real test will be against Oregon. Um, and that's um next week, and it is going to be at Oregon. Uh, it's what the midweek, the mid the midday game. Mm-hmm. Um, three thirty Eastern here, twelve thirty. Um, uh, and Working time, uh, that 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 shit, man. I don't know if I don't. I'm not even thinking. I'm not even wanting that Colorado to win that game. But if he could still have another shootout like he did with TCU, or at least hold them, or yeah. have a competitive showing, they're in good hands. Yeah. This is already a successful season, off the top. Yeah, like two and zero in the first two games where Colorado could barely win a game at all last season in the years prior. <laughs> like this is a success already. You know, and I, I'm pretty, and I'm, and I'm sure that, uh, you know, the Buffaloes they're going to win enough games this season to get into a bowl. You know, which is the which was really the big goal for Sanders anyway. He yeah. wasn't able to get into a bowl because of restrictions. You know, coaching in H- HBCU, it's like they only were able to give, you know, certain teams or only a certain amount of teams a bowl bid. Yeah, and you know, and but now here, you know, he can win. As many games as he has to uh to get in and you know and just grow from there because you know that port that transfer portal is going to be his best weapon <laughs> for the next few years because yeah. a lot of these players that you know, are playing at these other big schools they go more parts they're easily going to want want parts of that shit man like it's everything surrounding collegiate at sports in general in America um, you know, everything, the mighty dollar, the mighty dollar speaks the loudest during, uh, uh, out of all the things. And don't think for a second, if like a lot of, I know there is a lot of, you know, talk and people got all their varied opinions on, you know, on Dion and, 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 and just him and just in general. And then you add on the team and and whatnot, all the doubters and haters, you know, but, um, but Dion is doing right now, man. Um, he's, he's definitely opening, like, it's crazy. He's still opening more eyes. Like the eyes should be opened enough at, by this point, but we know how that goes. Um, black coach, 
folk college football. Um, it's just look at Michigan State. Look at that craziness that just happened. Um, their coach got fired. Um, oh yeah, it, man, some freak bullshit. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. What the hell? Yeah, exactly. You know, so black coaches are on a short. They're on a short leash. In, in Super general, short so, lease in, in sports, anyway. You know, yeah. even in the NBA. Uh, yeah, uh, it's just the nature of unfortunate shit in sports. And the NCAA, they're gonna, they're gonna realize they like they're gonna open up. They see, they see these people going crazy for Colorado. Believe me, they're going to be making sure that they put Colorado on many national televised games as possible. I mean, it's already enough that they're going to be on yeah. there enough, you know. But I mean, even more. Like let let's say you know, what if they roll in undefeated against Oregon, right? And I mean, just that would be that's 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 a big enough uh thing in itself. But then what if yeah, they? Yeah, I think that's called ABC. Yeah, yeah, and then they and and then if they beat Oregon, mm-hmm. in Oregon, man. I mean, while everybody's they shoot their rankings up, they're already ranked 18th. While everybody's going to bicker and bitch and shit like this on social media and on ESPNs and whatever, NCAA, they're going to be laughing to themselves at the bank because they're going to be like, hey, prime time. Come over here, man. Like, it's at the end of the day, a lot of shit that Deion Sanders has been calling out publicly against these naysayers, doubters, and all this other shit. Like it is coming into fruition and it's come the light. The darkness is coming into the light. And we're seeing a lot of that. Because we see how a lot of, especially after that game against TCU, how the, like the media, the reporters in there, like they sounded sad. They yeah. sounded sad and confused. Like they didn't know what to ask. Because I feel like they seriously did go in there with the assumption that they were going to lose. Colorado was going to lose. Like I really felt like that was one of those opportunities that, or one not opportunities, one of those moments where they literally went in there, un, un unexpected. They didn't because they didn't expect that outcome to 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 happen. You know, so um, regardless, listen. You know, I, I'm I'm a Miami Hurricanes fan, true and true. Uh, but I am cheering for the most the biggest success over at Colorado with that team man I am I am hoping they they those those boys those those guys they do great I I, I want those I want those kids man to to be in their black boy joy man seriously um yeah I really want Shador Sanders to really just change the game again yeah yeah because he's been he it wasn't his best showing on this one against Nebraska but he was just out of this world in TCU. Him and Travis Hunter, like, you know, yeah, hope, hopefully they do last another season there. But mm-hmm. I'm like, man, if they if they are out of this world this year, you know, I mean, the draft's going to be calling. Yeah. This was this their third, third, fourth year? Third Somewhere year for yeah, I think yeah, the least third, third year. Third year. And I'm like, they're they're going to be draft eligible, but you know, might as well just stick around for another year to see if they could get to that national championship run. If it is successful, that would be the goal. Yeah, you know, see if they can make it to the national championship. Right. We'll see, man. We'll see. But 
You know what? We'll, we'll, we'll definitely, we're definitely, if somehow, some way, somebody knows somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody that, that in Colorado uh, that happens to hear us, uh, shout out Coach, Coach Prime. We, we, we want you, we, we, we on your side, bro. We're on your side. Um, another interesting thing that happened, a big noteworthy thing that happened last week, um, FIBA, USA basketball, um, Team USA and FIBA basketball tournament, man. Uh, man, Dylan Brooks, bro. <laughs> Dylan Brooks, out of all the dudes, like he, out of all the dudes dropped that, that many points on us, bro. That's just, that's, that's sickening. That's sickening, man. Um, but it's, I'm not, listen, I'm not necessarily surprised at the result per se because. Oh, no, man. You know, the, the, the makeup yeah. of that team is. We, we, uh, the, the moment, the moment it got bounced by Germany, I was like, all right, the showdown with Canada, this is, this is all for Canada's taking. And I tweeted that, Joe, this is Dylan Brooks' time. He's going to yeah. just go off. And, and little did I know that this, this nigga really went off for 39 points, man. Right. And he was just on fire. He was. He couldn't miss for most of the night. He really couldn't miss, and you know, it really took a trick shot, a heave from Mikel Bridges to really bring him into overtime because Canada was just—they were the better team the entire night. They really were, you know. Yeah, yeah. it took it took it took an effort from Ty Halliburton and others so to pull him back into the game, but a Canada was just better and. You know, we could like if we go over to this. We could make the excuses that yeah, it wasn't their best team. Yeah, but it wasn't like Canada was no full at strength no. either. Hell they no. They didn't have no. Jamal Murray. Yeah, no. They didn't have Andrew Wiggins. They didn't have one of their one of the bigs that they really wanted to have available. Mm-hmm. Brandon Clark, he was out with um, an injury as well. Yeah. You know, they're short on that option, but still they had enough chemistry they did. with the likes of Kelly Olenek and Dwight Powell who have been playing on that team for years uh and RJ Barrett too who has really come to his own and he looked very comfortable playing on that Canadian side and just the fact it's it's two NBA teams facing each other in that third, and we no. saw an NBA score in that yeah. third race game that's and, and, yeah exactly really, you you have them facing you have that team facing each other 10 times i'm pretty sure you're going to get Canada winning six times out of ten. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, and I mean, I think just the the not just I wouldn't even call it an embarrassment, but just the disappointment of losing out on their last three games, or at least losing out um, in um, their one of their final games against um, Lithuania, mm-hmm. uh, then losing out in the knockout stages to Germany. Uh, you know, and Dennis Schroeder going off against them. Uh, and, then, and then Tyrese Halliburton, you know, my man Ty, man, just getting skating off the floor <laughs> due to Andreas Oaks. And I'm like, this Andreas Oaks, I'm watching the World Cup and I'm looking at players. I'm like, yo, why can't any of these teams just sign these guys to a deal to give them 10 minutes a night <laughs> <laughs> and change the game for them from time to time? Because Andreas Oaks, I'm like, He's a sharpshooter. I'm like, this guy should be on a, you know, he should get on the NBA roster and, and, you know, be able to put up four threes a night 
just as you know, it helped change the tides of the game from time to time, you know, because there's some good quality out here. And I, I'm like, and USA basketball should be taken this seriously. And I, I, I'm just, it, it just seemed the uh, overnight reactions to how, you know, LeBron James wants to come up and uh, participate for the Paris Olympics. I'm like, yo, this is dope. You know, I, I think this is great, but I'm like, this yeah. is also, I feel like you niggas are capitalizing on trying to, we've seen this, we've seen this cycle way too many times, you know, through, from the 90s to the 2000s, 2010s, how you will have this great U.S. team in the Olympics, and then they'll cycle off, and they'll drop off to a lesser team in like the Pan Am Games, or the World Cup, or even a second Olympic run. And they fall off, and they're not as good as they once were. Yeah, and it's bad to watch, and it's yes. kind of embarrassing. And it did they will redeem themselves, and they will have the best players imaginable on the team, and they're working their way through, and they're getting shit done. And then it will cycle off again. And now here we are, in 2023 going into 2024. You have LeBron James at 38 looking to captain and galvanize one big final super redeemed dream team of our generation <laughs> uh, to Paris with along with the likes of Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, you know, Draymond Green wants parts. Of course, Jimmy Butler's going to go and come in. Uh, Damian Lillard will probably going to be in the mix. And then you will have, um, you know, you'll bring in Bam Adebayo, uh, Edwards, Jason Tatum, you know, as your young boys there, and I'm like, you know, it's, it sounds great on paper. Yeah. Um, and I, AD too. Don't forget about Anthony. Oh Davis. my gosh, glass. Uh, yes, and I'm like, you know, on paper, that's, and then there's the likelihood of Joel Embiid, who got his U.S. citizenship earlier in the year or <laughs> last year, yeah, who still have yet to decide to play for either France or the U.S because he doesn't want to play for his home country, Cameroon. And that has already caused some issues with certain players on that team, <laughs> Pascal Siakam, uh, with him. Uh, but um, they, 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 have, they, they, they have an embarrassment of riches, right? And, you know, bringing in B will be, you know, that will be – that might tip the scales. In their, they will likely tip the scales in their favor. But we still have a whole ass ABA season to go. Yeah. Yes. And I'm also saying that these players that are coming in are on the wrong side of 30 now. Yeah. LeBron, 38, going on 39. And he missed a lot of time last season because of his foot after he got that record. Past two seasons. Will, yes, past three seasons. He's yeah. missed a lot of time due to injury. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Legs. And I'm like, how will he hold up? Steph Curry, another player. Gets hurt portions of the season. Has to miss a lot of time. You know, he re-aggravated his ankle, re-aggravated his shoulder. You know, will he be able to, you know, hold on and maintain going into, you know, a two-week run in um, in August? And then there's Kevin Durant, another yeah. player. Yeah. One of the best scorers in the game. Injury issues. And you're counting on these two, these three to beat their top guys. Going into the um, to the oh. Paris Olympics, don't let, Kyrie get, don't let Kyrie, Kyrie get involved. Don't let Kyrie get involved. 
allegedly he wants to get involved. Oh my I'm gosh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, on paper, this sounds amazing. But we watched him throughout the season. And I'm like, I don't know. You know, and then you have the coaching staff. Like, yes, Steve Kerr deservedly got a lot of heat in this tournament. He did not, I mean, just like well with, with Golden State, he doesn't play with centers. He just refuses to play with a bona fide center that could post up and get rebounds and block. I mean, Kavon Looney's he's great, but he's undersized. We all know he's undersized. Right. Tremont's even more undersized. Uh, and, you know, he doesn't have a true seven-footer out there. And the one that they finally did have and to play was Walker Kessler. Mm-hmm. And he only played in the third-place game is because Paolo and Jaron Jackson and Brandon Ingram were all sick. So, so they had no other choice but to play him. But now, you know, you will you will have some bigs this time around and Bam and AD uh, to be there. And hopefully, you know, I mean, maybe, possibly. I mean, I wouldn't really recommend having Joel on the team, but if he does decide to show up, that's cool. But I I don't know. I just – it just doesn't feel right. It's, it's just enough for them to probably get – that could win the thing. But you also have to remember that, of course, I mean, Canada, again, you'll, you'll be able to beat Canada now. <laughs> but will it be, be Serbia? Because Serbia didn't have Nikola Jokic in the final. They didn't right. have him in the tournament at all. And he still got there to the final. Like, Luka Doncic was there with his Slovenia team and got bounced quickly. You know why? Because he's a crybaby. And it's going to be the same thing to the Olympics. <laughs> right. Like, you don't have to worry about Slovenia. He's going to put up big numbers, but he's not going to go that deep. So, yeah. But if he goes up against the U.S., I don't know. <laughs> he's still got a puncher's chance. Yeah. Like, I, I'm like, I, I, t- I, you know, I take great pride in watching USA basketball and rooting for my country, you know, in the Olympics and rooting for them in international games. Mm-hmm. But just, uh, just the fact that, we're going to this cycle again. You know, we we have a coaching staff that no one trusts because, of course, no one trusts Steve Kerr without Steph Curry <laughs> being there. So that's probably why you have to bring him along. Right. And, <laughs> but I'm like, y'all giving this guy all this heat, but Ty yeah. Lue and Eric Spolcher is right there side by side. You can't yeah, tell true. me that those three big brains couldn't do anything during this knockout stage just to make adjustments and, and ensure that the team can win. I don't know, man. I mean, I they, uh, far as I'm concerned, they're all the same fucking coach. Like, they, like yeah, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, the Heat fans out there, they 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 love to praise Spo, they love to praise Heat culture, but that's Pat Riley's team. Like Spo moves when Pat moves. That's still his team, you know. And, and Spo's got that job as long as he did because of Pat and how much that how much trust that he instilled in him, but. Did this nigga win any titles since LeBron James left? Did he win a title last season? They got Molly Watt by Denver. Yeah. They did. You know, <laughs> they did. It was I a mean. weekend Eastern Conference that they went through. Yeah. Let's just keep it the facts. That was a weak ass conference they went through that season in the playoffs. And then they got steamrolled. Steamrolled by Denver. And I don't see them do, going back again. And I love Jimmy. It's gonna be tough. You know, Jimmy's yeah. gonna be great. Yeah. But I'm like, Jimmy's 
Jimmy should be the fucking captain for the U.S. basketball team um, next season in the Olympics. He should be the aging figure for that team going forward. You know, but bringing in LeBron and Steph and KD and Dane and Draymond, it's just a whole lot of heads. It's going to be the best, one of the best IQ teams around for sure. Yeah. It's just a whole lot of heads that I don't know how much it's going to work out in the long term. Yeah. You know? No, no, no. I mean, no. It, it's 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 definitely going to make for good documentary fodder because I mean, that's, yes, that's, yeah. well, that's what I'm getting at with this. Yeah, yeah. It'll be that. You got to have the best team, period, the best team available for you and the ones that are going to be committed. That's the only way they're going to win, not True. just the World Olympics, but period. For the World Cup, for the Pan Am Games, you got to have a consistent core. You got to start young, you know, but I, I would say that Jimmy Butler should be there with them at all times. I feel like that should be their guy, their captain. Yeah. Uh, you know, but, their veteran leader because they listen to him. You know, here's my thing about all this stuff, man. Um, it, it, It's, I got to see it to believe it. Yeah. I got to see it to believe it. it. Like, I mean, really, I mean, at this point, we, like you, when we, you know, just said, you know, LeBron, all these guys, like, they have, they are not spring chickens and they have suffered injuries Mm -hmm. um, in the past two, three years, collectively amongst all of them. And it's just not, I, I, man, when I was joking with you before uh, (laughs) we record, I was like, man, I'm pretty sure when those owners, when they saw the, general managers when they saw LeBron say, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I've I've contacted, you know, you know, every basically the Avengers, yeah. you know, <laughs> Avengers assemble. And I know all the GMs are probably like, fuck man. Like, come on. I know. Like, GMs like, come, on, like, come on, man. <laughs> like, and then it's already and then also I don't want to forget that they've been they were voting now to try to limit these you know, players sitting out during nationally televised games, um, you know, and it's interesting to me, and I kind of joked about it, like what their criteria is of what they consider a star. Yeah. In the NBA. Because, you know, I mean, there's always an, an age-old question, like what determines a star when, you know, what, we have these arguments. What, well, I think I think this one will determine if they're on all NBA or all-star team in the last, what, five years, I think. I That's how it's going to be determined so for this one. Okay, but I, I mean, I, I personally, I'm a fan of the rule. I, I don't care. I'm like, I want to see players play. Yeah, me like, too. Period. I want to see too. players play. I don't, I don't care. You know, if they have to rest or they have in, you know injury problems. If you hurt, hurt. You don't play. That's cool. But yeah, yeah. Man, I don't give a fuck about dudes resting. See, go out there and play. Like, like I mean, you can still game the system. Which I've actually seen watching in the WNBA, they should take some lessons from. You can game it by just putting your starters on the bench and have them play limited minutes. Yeah. Or putting, you know, or change the rotation and, you know, you have some bench players play in the starting role and have mm-hmm. other guys just come off the bench. Yeah. You, you yeah, know, you're still resting them in a way, you know, but, it, but you know, you're just changing the rotation a little bit and you're, you're allowing your guys that don't really get a lot of playing time, you know, close out the games you know that that will never be accepted right <laughs> that, that that them as far as they like have them just sit on have on the bench do limited minutes because they, i i could see where they're gonna be like well why am i gonna be if i'm not gonna be playing 
you know, my regular minutes and I don't want to be on the bench. I don't want to play. Like, you know, that prideful shit a lot of players in sports do sometimes. Well, like, they have to figure that out for sure, man. When, when they're trying to be rebellious against the decision that's made for them and they feel like they, they're, you know, that type of stuff, man. Like these basketball, like especially NBA players, man, like they're, they can be a little bit thin-skinned at times, but prideful with that, especially the stars. So I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 I could... I could see how there would be blowback from that from the players. Um, not maybe not necessarily something like from the players association, but I'm pretty sure enough of them be like, nah, they they they're not hey, man, for that. I, I'll tell you what, man. I watched. I went to the Atlanta Dreams last home game of the regular season this past weekend. If we forty games this season, went up against the Dallas Wings. I saw Enrique Gubawale played all but three minutes mm-hmm. of the game. She played 37 minutes, went balls to the wall. I like that. You know, <laughs> I'm a fan of um, players, you know, just playing until the very last game. You know, you know that, that's that's the whole purpose of it, man. You know, I'm all for rest, but you yeah. shouldn't be resting your, your whole fucking starting five. You know what I mean? No, no. <laughs> you know, no, you know yeah, just, just you, you got to rotate it. You know, I yeah. mean, some guys, some guys just going to have to play all 82. You know, you're gonna have a Tobias Harris. You gotta play. No, nigga, you gotta play all 82 games because <laughs> there's gonna be some days we're gonna rest Joel and you know Tyrese. You young, you playing all 82. You know what I mean? You know mm-hmm. you gonna play all 82 games, but you know Joel, he can get his rest from every now and then. And James, if, he, if he's there, oh he's lord, there, that's another dude there. too. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of guys on the, the, the on the Olympic team, that's another guy. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. It's a man. We don't. It's we know. It's a. It could be a potential for a lot of mess, and it. A lot of this could go. It could go. It could go the opposite. Like you know, like you said, man. It could be one of those situations where the here it is. LeBron and his super friends. They come out here, and these other and somehow they underperform or they don't do as play as good as the, everybody wanted them to play or whatever the case is. And all these other teams beat them, and then now really be a giant egg on the face. Yeah, and like like and LeBron terrified. I'll say this for LeBron for his whole brand and for everything you know, like that that would kind of be like a black eye on him, man. Like not as crazy. It's not like a stain, but it's like, dude, it's like people are gonna look at him like, wait a second, you the one told. You know how people are. They're gonna be like, I mean, yeah, you, 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 can, you convinced us that you're going all this. these guys on this team that we're gonna beat this all these international teams and look at them. And I mean, still yeah, it, it, you know, the whole thing is like they can't lose at all. No, they here. can't. They, they cannot. Lose once, even even if it's in the group stage, you lose once. That's it's right. A failure. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the expectation is like the dream team expectation. They're gonna win every game by twenty, or even the redeem team. You know, they're going to win by 15, 20, game, 20 points um, every game, and, and, and they're just going to breeze everything through because that's what the expectation is going to be. Like, this is dangerous. And you know what's sad about this? All this was started because one fucking track and field star. One little comment. Hey, man. Hey, yo. One little I, comment. Let, me just say, let me just say this, man. Hey. Hey, that 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 photo op with Noah Lyles, so Dylan Brooks and Dennis Schroeder, it's gonna hit like chloroform. <laughs> it's gonna hit like morphine, bro. When it hits the streets, oh my like, oh, lord! God. <laughs> you want to oh. see something very annoying? You put oh, them three niggas together and they smile uh. with their big ass teeth. Oh, 
<laughs> oh man, it's just straight up pain. That's uh, that's, that's man. Like I said, that's very dangerous fire is that LeBron is stirring up there. Um, it's it, in so many ways it could be dangerous. Um, but uh, speaking of dangerous, um, well, this combination isn't necessarily dangerous, but you know, um, given how their perception is within uh society in pop culture um two big big companies officially merged today and, oh man uh, finally yo this is this, this has been a moment waiting hey yes how you how you like the tko logo um you think it's good enough to be on a shirt um, I like i want to cop one if it ever did decide to put it on the shirt um i saw the logo um i'm I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know about what to feel about the logo. Although I will say though, that was pretty interesting. That belt that Bianca Belair had when she did a picture with the with the with the TKO belt. <laughs> um, interesting. Very interesting. Um, it's it's. Do you, hey, do you think the TKO title is ever going to be used? Who knows? <laughs> who knows, man? Brock Lesnar could be the guy. I yeah, mean, yeah, that that's something you could just give it to Brock. You, just, you just give it, it for, to Brock for longer than Roman. Yeah, that's it, right? <laughs> <laughs> he, I mean, I mean, all jokes aside, though, like if there's anybody that would be the TKO champion, <laughs> he would be the one. Uh, you know, I don't know so much about him doing UFC stuff now, um, at his age and stuff like that, but. Uh, but st- just I mean, just the way that Brock is heralded in UFC lore, um, you know. So, but but no, um, it it is, it's kind of surreal feeling. Um, even though we know this was, it was this was inevitable that this day was going to come. Um, but it's still it's still weird uh, that Vince McMahon is not in complete charge of WWE anymore. Um. You know he he won, <laughs> he won out, and he cashed out big time. And yeah, I, man. you know, I'm we know we we personally know that Vince McMahon as a human is probably one of the most vile pieces of shit <laughs> that yes you know that you'll you'll ever find from a human, nevertheless a person in corporate, a, an owner, a billionaire, right? Um, but when you look at the totality of what he has accomplished um in a 30 you know 40 plus 40 40 just about 40 year period um and how it started um at the territories and stuff like that and to where it is now um this it, it is it's amazing it is amazing um you know wrestling there was a time that people like i mean wrestling was it was there you know and whether you was watching it in real time or you're going based off of the many documentaries wwe has put out um as far as you know the whether it's the history of the company even the, the monday night wars for you know perfect example how much of the booming period that was and how it catapulted them into becoming a public traded stock you know they were always privately and that's why it was forever that's why they was able really to get away with a lot of shit during the attitude era that's really why the attitude era like 
it slowly faded away because I mean, once they became public, I mean, that's that's a different territory, you know, from being a privately owned company. Um, and mm-hmm. even to even being part and witnessing the the heights that WWF, you know, how how it reached and how it sustained that. Um, and I think there was there was a small time period where it was a little bit of a a lot of people kind of it was like trepidation there. Like once WCW got bought out, and you know everybody was trying to figure out what was going to do with the talent and all this other stuff, and you know there was a bit of worry from my I recall. Like you know it was like how would they integrate stuff? And we all know, you know, what happened with the botched invasion shit and all that stuff, man. And you know, give it to their credit, man. You know, there's been many. There's been many organizations along the 40-year time period that the company has had to compete against. And to this day, its biggest rival or foe, you know, was always WCW. Um, Don't ever let people to believe that it's AEW or TNA or Impact or any of that, man. It was Um, always Jim Crockett Promotions, NWA, and WCW. Yeah. You know, so... You know they they withstood all that and and now they're you know this merger and then it's always interesting with UFC though them being the, the other entity in this because I mean I think for the longest us wrestling fans you know we we there's always been that synergy between the two companies um, a lot of wrestlers they show up to UFC fights a lot of UFC people love WWE and um, obviously people that fought in UFC is, you know, they got into WWE, won championships. And, and, Dana, and Dana White was highly influenced in his fire fits. Yes. yes. He, don't let him tell you different. Yes. You saw him marking out and geeking up today at Wall Street. Yeah. <laughs> he was finally by oh, yeah. side by side. Senor McMahon. <laughs> My man still got that mustache. Like buying into the um, going full, full um, throttle with the, with the mustache, man. Leaning all know. the way in. <laughs> that thing hasn't grew since WrestleMania. That's <laughs> <No, no. laughs> so all like, boy, nah, that there is no way. There is no fucking way, bro. There's no way. That shit still don't even look real. That thing still looked like it was markered. Like he just put a marker on it over his lips. Like <laughs> it doesn't even look real, man. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it, bro. I think it's something he put something on there like <laughs> some some not paint but something there to to, to make it look like that's a legit mustache because that that doesn't even look right. It just doesn't look yeah, right. I, it, it just looked like it was just painted on him, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You thought he'd be able to grow a beard? At this you would point. think so. Holy shit! I'm sorry. It happened. It happened. My nigga singing. Are you singing? No, no NXT. Oh. It happened. Oh. Huh? Oh, snap. Oh, Becky just no. won. Becky won? <laughs> Becky won. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, swag, man. Yeah, oh. yeah I'll see you in the chat right now. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, shit. oh. oh I'm sorry. Yeah, I know we're recording, man, but this is... Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, man. All I mean, right. NXT just got interesting for sure, bro. Oh I'll, man! I'll be watching the rest of the show when uh when I um when we get off of this and I'll be able to uh, 
you know, check it out. But man, yeah, that's that's yeah. that's dope. Good for her. She's now officially a Grand Slam champion, full time, fully that's Grand it. Slam. Oh man, which is perfect because that's nuts. So I mean, she's gonna bring that title to Raw, bro. <laughs> that's just gonna be tight. This is very, ooh, this is very interesting. Um, but it also is a perfect segue into you know a. a Speaking of women's championships and NXT champions, uh, former NXT champion Bianca Belair, man, her and Montez were the two superstars that they uh, the company chose to be there. Um, do all the glitz and glamour of the merger today and at the New York Stock Exchange. Yeah, that tells, man. that that's a big deal, man. That's a big Jeez. fucking deal. And honestly, it's it's awesome that the, it's them that's being chosen. I mean, it's awesome. Bianca's the chosen one. That's it. You know, I don't know why people are trying to deny it, but she's she's been that. She's been that. She is the second biggest star next to Roman Reigns, and the second biggest star is a black woman. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I I, I feel like there's a bad faith. uh, The bad faith takes that were on here on the timeline earlier. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can imagine. She's doing great. And this is dope. Like, you know, yes. Vince is bad. Yeah, Vince bad, Fed bad. Fuck you. Um, Bianca <laughs> is beloved and she is valued there. It's so much so that she's in like almost every big event that WWE wants to be a part of. They send her out there with Montez. And Montez right. looks great. Come on. You, you, got a, you got a couple like that that look that good. You want to send them out there to all these events, you know, and, and put WWE on the map. And, um, Really, man, this is this is this is really a great look for her. And now those two are VMAs too. I yes, mean, I mean it's just gonna be dope just to be in Montez Ford, Bianca Belair, and no, they just get to go and travel everywhere. They just, they just have that look, man. They just got that marketable look. Just both of them, man. Like uh, I mean, even just even as them individually, like both of them, they just got that marketable look, and. The fact that not only does the company look at them at, and see them in that light, but even how they're booked right now, you know, we, but we've seen how, you know, I mean, both of them in their own ways, man, like how they have ro- rose the ranks um, within the company. Um, it's It's been an amazing sight to see in real time. And and we're not even talking about not even touching on just the talent how great they are in the ring the the sheer athleticism that they have um it's it, it's one of those things that you just and for us you know seeing them a, a, as you know black couple successful mm-hmm. great looking couple like they they and I I think they were still supposed to supposedly I, I are they still having that show? I know they said a while ago they was gonna have their own like reality show or something like that. Uh months ago. Uh, I think it, I think it's coming it's coming soon. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I mean you got that for them going along. Um I just think it's, it's that that it, might be a real numbers mover too when it drops. I believe it, man. Yeah, yeah. of course. Of course, man. Like that they're they're just awesome, man. They're just awesome to look to, just to see together, and and I'm I'm happy. I'm happy to see that that the company is choosing them as to rep as a representation, 
because it's no it's no slouch, it's no small deal for them that they were chosen for today, for this big moment. Um, so it, it it's just a lovely thing to see, man. Um, but yes, um, as far as they push, we know Bianca is on the break, a much deserved break. Um, who knows when she'll come back? Whatever it is, she comes back, she'll fit right in. I'm I'm hundred percent sure. Um, Montez, however, a very interesting. I've been loving this. I they even they haven't called themselves a, a faction. They haven't even given themselves a faction name just yet. It's just only Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits. Yeah. Um, um, but man, I mean, but they made their made their attentions clear that they're, they're coming for everything. So I'm interested to see when they really would strike. You know. Yeah. Because yeah. They're biding their time, and you know, so far they've shown tendencies. The crowd just still love them a lot, but they've shown tendencies of a mean streak, and I'm just wondering to see wh- who will be like their next, you know, target going forward. I don't know, man, but how they got in Judgment Day's face, like, I and Bobby Lassie was like, basically, we pulled a Dion, we coming, we coming, <laughs> simple as that, we coming, and you ain't gonna stop us when we when we when we here, you ain't gonna stop us, but it's all right though, it's gonna be fine, like that's that's seeing them and how slowly and you know. The last time, the last match I saw the Street Profits, man, they, you know, they, him and Dawkins, man, those two guys, they, the chemistry they have is, it's, it's phenomenal. And, uh, I know there was a while back, we always had those, you know, kind of like those rumors or teases of, of, of some, of a breakup of them. Um, I'm glad they never did. Yeah. I'm I'm glad they they never did. It, it I'm should. glad they never did. Um, but you know, you can never be too sure with WWE because because they, they they it's it's almost a cycle with them. Like they do it so many times with tag teams, you know. And it's just um, it's almost that you almost come to expect it. Uh, and the fact that they never did separate them that's awesome. That's great, man. Um, but you know, not a lot. But not a lot of stuff. Um, not a lot of big things happen. I know there was one. One thing that happened at the end of Monday Night Raw, a person uh, made a return, Nia Jax. Um, that was interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was an interesting choice. Um, but, you know, uh, we're just going to have to see where this leads to. Um, I know I know you are not surprised at the fact that she um, eventually came back in this way, um, especially after her, um, you know, her appearance earlier this year. Yeah, um, so yeah, know. it was it was inevitable she was going to get signed back. Um, I, yeah, I'm glad that she. I'm I'm personally, you know, I mean, Raw needed another heel. In they the do. It was they slacking, do. you know, especially now that Shayna and Soy. It looks like they're going to be. They both turned face, and they're going to be teaming up and likely challenging uh, Piper and Chelsea Green for the tag titles in the future. Uh, and Becky Lynch, well, as we already seen, she's going to be stepping away in the background and focusing more on NXT for the time being. You're not, you needed another heel. Uh, you needed another star in that the women's division that you know that was seriously lacking uh, superstar power. I mean, they yeah. have talent there, but yes. they didn't really have the names that could really um, 
challenge up or be on the likes of with Rhea Ripley at this moment. And Nia is a really good start stopgap for not only just for Rhea, but for Raquel Rodriguez too, that is going to get her over even more. I mean, that, you know, she is a force. She is a, you know, a large woman that for both of them, that's an obstacle that they need to get past unless there was going to be, you know, another collision course between the two. And just the thought of, you know, Rhea or um, Raquel hitting the Riptide or Tejada Bomb finishers on her, I mean, that's going to be a crazy-ass visual. Yeah, it's... I think with, like you said, with the turn of events that just happened a few minutes ago, um, it definitely adds... Uh, another level to stuff another dimension there so to speak on how they're going to try to strengthen the raw's women's division um it's just i don't know like i it still needs still needs a, like you said more stars i i just don't know i mean i guess i don't know if they're trying to buy their time i mean i know i don't know how long lives injury is and I don't even know how they even bring her back into the fold. I guess she would have to continue something with Rhea since Rhea technically took her like, you know, took her out of action. I guess they could go that route. Um but it's like they just SmackDown got all of them. <laughs> um plain and simple. And it's just that those just yeah, are man. the breaks, man. Those just are the breaks, seriously. Uh, like for for Raw. And Granted, you know, I know they got a kind of, I know the roster, you know, got a bolt from uh, Jay Uso uh, showing up on there, which I might have, I might add, man, like the crowd control that he has is ridiculous. It's like, hey, man, I don't even know if he understands how good he got it, man. I don't think so either, control. man. I don't think, I don't <laughs> no, think he's just he doing something that. basic. It's just, you know, just doing the call and response, you know, raising the roof and the, you got 10,000 strong in the arena just raising their hands up and down. And I'm like, it, it worked with his daddy. It worked with his daddy. It worked. It definitely did work with your pops, man. Like, so. seriously, like, you think of Rikishi, like, out of all the things that he did, you know, all the different variations and different characters he played in his career, the most successful one is the one being a hip-hop <laughs> sumo guy <laughs> and yeah. raising the roof and, and swing, go, waving hands back and forth side to side. That <laughs> That's it. You know, the crowd going crazy. Right, exactly, man. I'll never forget. It's To this day, I'll still never forget that visual I remember at the 2000 Royal Rumble at Madison Square Garden. And when Too Cool was in the ring with him, this was before he eliminated them. And they did a dance off in the middle of the damn Royal Rumble, middle of Royal Rumble, and they did a wide shot, like they did like a pan view to like a wide shot. The camera they just zoomed out, and it was just ridiculous seeing how many people in unison just clapping their hands and shit like that. It like it, it, it's for the people that don't remember or know about Too Cool and Rikishi around that time, man. Like you just had to be there. <laughs> you just had to be there, man. That was that was some that was fun that was fun shit man that was cool, and um and and then now with with Jay doing that man um it's that's it's crazy and it's a very interesting thing you know what's going on raw and anyway but um but whereas on the opposite end with his brother Jimmy on SmackDown uh you know 
he's got to find his where, footing, man. Yeah, yeah. Got to got to find his footing there. Uh, I mean, I liked week one when he was just running around doing the promos and, and just trying to find his identity because he was clearly in an identity crisis. Now he's trying to get back into good graces with the bloodline. And he, you know, he has his single match with AJ Styles, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm actually looking forward to this match. I mean, you know, it's Uso, uh, yes. it's AJ. Yes. I mean, it should be good, right? Uh, after a while, like midway through the match, that's where I noticed. I was like, oh, uh, Jimmy is slower than Jay. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, he, he always was the chunkier one of the two. Yes, yes. Uh, and But he really didn't know how to work a lengthy singles match, which is also not surprising considering that he has less solo time than no Jimmy. pun intended. Yeah. Did did Jay had, you know, oh, J- Jimmy, Jay, my fault. Yeah. 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 J- J- you know, so I mean, he's probably going to have to get used to it. I, I, I'm, I'm letting it play out. I mean, AJ was the best worker to really have him with um, for that amount of time, but mm. they lost the crowd when they lost the crowd. They lost me. And I was like, I was just waiting for the match to end. And, and it did. And AJ got the win. So that also, that's a, that's a plus. The right guy won. And it does add some intrigue in what's going on with him because mm-hmm. he's having issues within his own stable, the OC. And, you know, at the same time, you know, beating Jimmy, you know, that probably give him some bragging rights of wanting to go for that undisputed title if Roman ever returns. Speaking of the OC, like that was an interesting exchange there that happened on SmackDown where, um, you know, between the Judgment Day um, throwing, uh, what was it, AJ Styles into the ring to, um, what was it, who was it, who were they, like they, because they came at the end of the match. It It was was Solo. Solo and and Jimmy. Yeah, so threw them into the ring, almost kind of like an offering to the bloodline, like here. Like here's this guy, have at him. It's a little truce, yeah. Peace offering, you know. Yeah, they trying to SmackDown. It's interesting though, is that they're working a peace offering on Raw and SmackDown with the Bloodline. It's almost as if they're trying to. It it, it well, I mean, really, right now they're they're the top faction, clearly having all those belts that they yeah. have. But it's kind of interesting how. On Raw, it's so much about let's bring Jey Uso into the fold. Let's bring him into the fold. Trying to recruit him. And then on SmackDown, you got Judgment Day kind of been like, hey, guys, hey, listen, we're on your side. Like, let's let's be friends here. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Interesting. I I mean, still, through all this, they have yet to interact with Roman. Right. You know, which neither, no one has interacted, which was made it fun, made that episode even more hilarious because yeah, everybody was calling him out or taking shots at him. And I'm like, y'all doing this now when, when he's not on SmackDown, he's on vacation, and when he comes back, y'all all quivering fear. Oh you know, man, a damn thing. Yeah, 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 and, and especially that the inevitable Cody Rhodes getting traded to SmackDown, like that's and there's a reason why Adam Pierce said at a later date to be determined because yeah. <laughs> I, that's the road that they're going. Like that's that's the avenue that they're going to go. He meddled in bloodline business again by bringing Jay from SmackDown all the way to Raw, breaking up the blood anything. Because Roman, even though Roman says like it's not like you know like he's there's still blood, they're still family. But you know, even though he may not like him, 
there's still blood, and he's going to be that way. He's going to try to defend his blood, even as selfish-minded as he is about it. And like I said, the writing is on the wall. Like for the people that there's wondering if that's the route that Howard, Roman, and Cody going to intersect. Boom, there you go. You have your thing. Like Cody may have a little program with um, uh, Drew McIntyre leading into, you know, somehow, some way, Cody leaving Raw to go to SmackDown, and obviously at the same time establishing Drew as a as a heel. Um, that at least that's, I mean, it looks like clearly that's the route they're going with him. And, um, it, it just opens up, a, a, there's a lot of avenues that they can go with a lot of stuff happening on Raw and SmackDown, a lot of moving parts. Um, I think I, I correct me if I'm wrong, but it feels like the inevitable like, peak where this is all going to be a giant crescendo is going to be Survivor Series, I think, um, somehow, some way. Um, especially how they kind of, <laughs> yeah. you know, got that out the way with the interaction between Jay and um, yeah. Kevin Owens. Um, I always wondered about that part, and especially how Kevin Owens was so vehemently, he was so adamantly like with Sammy, like, I am tired of messing with these bloodline dudes. Like, I don't want to mess with them. I don't want to deal with them. I don't want to talk about them anymore. Um, and we all know Kevin Owens could be a hothead. <laughs> Um, when things don't, when people don't listen to him and, you know, here it is now, you know, with those interacting and wouldn't it be something like a a year, year line story arc of how survivor series ended last year in war games. Um, as if people remember with Sammy doing the hell of a kick on Kevin Owens and bloodline helping out with that. So you fast forward a year and now you got one part of Bloodline with Sammy and KO. <laughs> and I don't know who to, you know, we don't know how that's going to, if it's the other end is going to be Roman and Solo and whoever, but um, there's a lot of possibilities. And I think it's a, it's a lot of moving parts yes, happening yes, right now. And I'm yes. just intrigued to see where it goes. Yes. They're never down for, like, I know a lot of people was concerned about, oh, Bloodline is, you know, they're taking a break. That, like, the, the Bloodline is just, to ever quote CM Punk one time, Bloodline is just a cog in the wheel. The company's just, every, the, the wheel's going to keep on rolling. And that's exactly what it is. Like, there is other pieces that the fans could get into that, they could they, they don't have to worry about the bloodline like that. So good direction. Like where everything's going with this. Um and we're just gonna have to see how everything turns out. When is the next um PLE? Uh this is the start of um October. I believe it's Fastlane. It's gonna be Indianapolis. Okay. Start of October Fastlane. All right. We got time. We got time. And we even touch about anything Cena. I know Cena wasn't there on SmackDown, but still Cena being back you know, adds another level to stuff because we just don't know. Cena could just be, we just don't know with Cena. You know, we don't know. We don't know. But I am intrigued, though, to see what else they do with him. Um, But uh, I think that covers everything that we wanted to cover uh, with this episode. Um, You know, again, thank you, uh, everybody, for listening. Um, No matter how long you listen to us, doesn't matter. Share, spread the word. you could always find No Words Bar podcast on Instagram, 
No Words Bardcast. Um, mm-hmm. Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, NW <laughs> NW Bard Podcast. Um, we're oh, also I was on- wondering where you were trying to go with that. Yeah, yeah, no, man. Uh caught myself there. <laughs> uh, we're also on threads, no words, Bardcast on there. Uh, Facebook, we're on there too. I mean, we're all over the place. Um, we're also you can hit us up on 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 I still call it Twitter. Fuck it. Uh Mo underscore B underscore no one for me. Rappers are actors for my man Chris. Um, because every day we see that how much of actors they are. Um, and, uh, honestly, man, uh, it's sports, sports is coming back full, 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 full strength, man. We're, we're almost there. We're almost there. Um, basketball season is nearby for me. Hockey oh, season man. is nearby. Yes. Um, I mean, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm infested into the football season this year. So, <laughs> so you, 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 I'm like 60% there. <laughs> I'm not going to be like super passionate, but I'll watch a game or two. No, I hear you, man. I hear you. I mean, it's I I still have you guys. I, I, I'm only following. Really, I'm following college and high school more than I am the pros. Um, I hear you. Colorado, no, Hampton, my alma mater, and whatever is going on here in this state, I just need to see who's cooking. So I'll see them play in Georgia soon. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's a good philosophy to go by. But uh, but yeah. Also, find us on all major streaming podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You can find us on the Family Podcast Network at thefamilypn.com. Uh, and, you know, until next time, everybody, uh, enjoy. I will be seeing Victoria Monet on Friday in D.C. Uh, with my woman. I am pretty right, excited bro. to see that. Um, yes, so, sir. Yeah, yeah, you can have oh, yeah. your Beyonce. I'm a have my <laughs> Victoria Monet. No, but I'm excited about it. It should be fun. Should be should be great, man. Um, I'm ex- I'm I'm really excited for it. Like I, I I really wasn't familiar with her music for a good while, um, but I definitely have gotten real familiar with it in the past month. Um, so I'm 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 ready for it. I don't know words like that <laughs> to all the songs, but uh, my girl will know it. But I'll be along humming. so so yeah so that's uh you know that's that's my biggest you know lookout thing for you know between now next time we record and um i'll tell you how it goes man i think it's gonna go well i'm pretty sure you're gonna enjoy it dog i will man i'm enjoy it man but peace out everybody y'all be safe until next time love y'all